<laughs> I don't like how you're laughing already. <laughs> There's a reason for this. That could be enough of that. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, welcome back to Two Friends, Three Questions. That was Kokomo by the Beach Boys. And the reason for that is, uh, uh, by the time you're listening to this, hopefully, when this episode launches, my ass will be on a beach somewhere. So, I just wanted to, yeah, harness oh, my yeah, cause, beach vibes. <laughs> yeah, because you are, yeah, we... Uh Mitch is uh, fucking up the recording schedule because he's going on vacation. <laughs> yes, indeed I am, which is why we're recording on a Wednesday night instead. <laughs> right. No, that's that's dope, man. So are you going to Kokomo? No. Uh, Kokomo, Indiana, maybe. Um, that's <laughs> right. funny. That is actually the name of town in Indiana. Um, but no, yeah, we're actually, uh, we're going to Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, but there's no songs about South Carolina, so... Touche. I wrote a song about South Carolina. Did you? I'd love to hear it sometime. Yeah, it's actually one of my better songs. Oh, okay. Um, Yeah, uh, I have a friend that was born in Kokomo, Indiana. Oh, really? Okay, that's weird. (laughs) It's kind of a weird town. It's. Well, you want to know who it is? Yes. Well, I don't know if I want to broadcast it, so you're going to have to censor if I tell you. Okay. Okay. Oh, okay. No way. That's cool. I didn't know that. Yeah. But I don't want to throw all this shit out there. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> uh, can, can I just say, though, that that is not the Beach Boys. Like, y- you know what I mean? It's not really the Beach Boys. <laughs> what, what do you mean? Like, that's not how they're supposed to sound? Well, it's they don't have Brian Wilson. Yeah. John Samos produced the fucking song. <laughs> it's not the Beach Boys. <laughs> okay. Fine, I can get a better one then. I'll pick another different Beach Boys song. No, I'm not going to play another one. <laughs> one is no, enough. No, I mean, you do you. But that is that is really barely the Beach Boys. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Well, we are fucking back. I'm going to write Discord a very disgruntled email <laughs> because yes. holy fuck. Yeah, they are really screwing up our podcasts. Uh, I'm sure they'll be they'll, they'll be so upset. <laughs> yeah, we got to get on this. Right. Guys, you got to do it for the two friends. <laughs> <laughs> for the two friends. That's why we started this business. <laughs> we got in here to help midi- mediocre Midwest podcasts. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. If they don't get this podcast out, six listeners are going to be so pissed. <laughs> Seven and a half people are going to be very upset with them. <laughs> and a half. All oh. right. So yeah. So now we're, we're now we're just getting it done. I can see Mitch. You can't see me. Whatever. Um. I feel like you're into some voyeurism shit where like you can see what's happening, but I am I can't see anything. So. Oh yeah, my penis is definitely already out. Well, mine is too. So. <laughs> right. I guess that is all frame. Um. All right. Well, we can uh, we can get into this thing. Um. Mitch. Uh, oh God, where am I fucking, uh, dude, I'm like, I'm teetering on raging right now. <laughs> Today is a nightmare. <laughs> we originally scheduled to start podcasting at 645 and now it's eight. <laughs> yeah. No, I, just I, shit keeps happening, man. It's all right. It's not your fault. It's not my fault. 
No, thank, I, we've had this happen before. We we have gone to record and it hasn't gone well. Usually it only takes like 15 minutes and we're back on track. Yeah. This is a solid half hour <laughs> of fuckery. Exactly. So I'm I'm a little bit teetering. But you know what? We're all good. We're here. Mitch, the ultimate solvent. Let's get into it. Mitch, what, what are you drinking? Well, while you were having technical issues, I already cracked my beer. So uh, I'm a few sips deep already. So sorry. Um, <laughs> but I... Let's do it. Ah, that's good. I picked out um, 18th Street Brewery in Hammond, Indiana. has a beer called Disciples Revenge. Um, it's an Imperial IPA. Um, and again, I picked this one out because, oh, you can see me. So check out this badass can. Um, that is a wolf. I'm pretty sure that is a wolf. Like, on top of a sheep, he's either fucking it or killing it. Dope. <laughs> it's yeah, it's kind of like they're merging. Yeah. That's kind of dope. Yeah, they're merging into one. Um so it looks like he's eating him there, but then when I turn it like that, they're definitely kind of looks like they're Yeah, kind of looks like they're fucking. Yeah, for sure. So, that's the only reason I picked this out. Um it's got a wolf on it, and actually last week I also had a beard that had a wolf on it, so I don't know, just a little theme there. Yeah, a little, little, little uh, consistency there for you. Yeah. Um, I kind of did the same thing, a little bit different. Uh, well, first off, how is it? How are you liking it? Uh, I like it. Yeah, it's pretty good. Um, yeah, it's nothing to write home about. Again, it's very similar to, I say this every podcast, it tastes like every single IPA I've ever had. So... <laughs> what, which kind of just comes back to the problem with IPAs for me. I, I, I don't understand why they're so popular because I just, I don't, I'm not sure they're the beer everyone should be drinking. Yeah. Right. I, I, you know, after having like seven IPAs on this podcast in a row, um, most of them being mediocre, I'm kind of, you know, joining your side. <laughs> not, not that they're like the worst beer ever, but that's the whole issue to me is just they seem to, they seem to not be break a new ground and yeah. i just i don't know i i have found a few i like other than that i find them just dead deathly boring yeah i, I i'm kind of getting there i i want to branch out um but for backup uh i do have something else kind of fun on deck i have got a have you had this yet i've got a jameson cold brew no, not at all. And I kind of saw you taking a little taking a little <laughs> shots there, and I'm like, "Whoa, yeah. I'm driving this man to get drunk." Yes, you are, man. Well, while, while you were dicking around with your internet, um, I have been having some Jameson cold brew shots. Um, so it is delicious. It's Jameson whiskey mixed with like cold brew flavors. It almost kind of tastes like coffee liqueur mixed with whiskey. Oh, it's pretty good. I've, are you sipping, or have you taken like? I'm just sipping. Okay, because I was like, right now it looks like you've taken like three shots, and I'm like, damn. <laughs> no, dude, that on a Wednesday night, come on. <laughs> hey, I can't do that shit anymore. <laughs> <laughs> True. Um, all right. Well, I uh, like I said, I'm kind of keeping with my theme, so I went up. I switched it up mainly because I was rushing. Mitch, I was also late because I don't have a fucking car and had to go. Anyway, it's a nightmare right now. <laughs> Dude, life's a little bit rough right now. <laughs> Things are complicated. <laughs> um, but no, I was actually, uh, I went and got a Bud Light. Oh, also, this is fun. You can't see me, so I can nope. be drinking anything. Yeah, I'm, I'm totally in the dark. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I got a Bud Light seltzer, but I got a tall boy. Ooh, I like the seltzer. So They're pretty good. I, I wanted the visual of like pulling out the tall boy because I am going to drink this whole thing. Um, but... Uh, I wanted to pick up the Bud Light one because you, when I when I drank that Cape Line, 
which may have been a couple episodes ago. Now I'm a little bit confused, but yeah. regardless, I when I drank that Cape Line, you mentioned the Bud Light seltzers are kind of your favorite. There, I was like, you are. know what? Those are easier. They, those are fairly easy to get a hold of. Let me go back, grab one of those, see what I think. I have the strawberry. Oh, that's and, my favorite um, one. Oh, is it really? Oh yeah, you're speaking my language. And I will say, Bud Light has it going on. This tastes really good. It's 5%, 0.5% higher than Cape Line, which that does give it some points. Now, and honestly, in all fairness, the ingredients are this. I mean, it's water, cold fermented cane sugar, natural flavors, cane sugar, citric acid, sodium citrate, and malted rice. Yeah. So Cape Line really ain't doing anything that crazy. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And, I mean, this is only two carbs, less than one gram of sugar, and it's only it's cane sugar. So, I don't know, man. I guess it's going to be a toss-up between the Bud Light Seltzers and Cape Line. But Bud Light Seltzers, 5%, full five, nice strong five. Yep. Strong number. There you go. There you go. Yep. You get that, got that going for you. So, I don't know, man. I may be in the Bud I don't know. It's it's hard to tell. But that 0.5% alcohol may do it. Um, also, I'm definitely still gesturing at my computer like you can see me <laughs> right i i can't see shit um but i'm kind of nervous because i don't know if you well you can see me um and i don't know if you noticed but my eyes are kind of drifting every once in a while because i pulled up the uh, reddit and i'm watching the reds game right now too so as if this podcast could get any worse i'm only half-assing it <laughs> <laughs> i am barely paying attention to, well you know what fuck it i'm gonna look at my fantasy team since we're talking about it there you go um, let's just uh yeah let's just do a five minutes of silence while we scroll through our phones <laughs> uh, no man it's all good this is a weird one today i do like our idea i think this is gonna be oh i'm crushing your brother nice Eight to two <laughs> good man that's awesome you're yeah you're <sighs> killing it i'm gonna make this because i don't think they figured out the rules yet so you and me are the only ones that have a, <laughs> we have a little bit of an edge you <laughs> right yeah um no, yeah, this is a pretty strange one, man. So it, it's cool. Really, anything's allowed at this point. We're <laughs> just we're just gonna get through this one. Perfect. Um, um, so yeah, speaking of that, I finally found a way. I, I don't know if I told you, but um, so you, I, you know, we we had that whole thing where I signed up for like an MLB TV subscription and found that like every game was blacked out, and I was so pissed, man. I spent like mm-hmm. a decent amount of coin on this subscription, and then found out that all of the games I want to watch are blacked out. Um, and then you like told me about that you were just like dude why don't you just watch it on reddit um and then i was like holy shit i forgot you can do that so i did and then i also got an app for my phone that will pair like your phone to your roku tv um yep. so i just watched the have the game pulled up on my phone and it like air streams to my tv and i'm like this was totally free and i'm getting it i'm so i, I should have done this a long time ago <laughs> yeah man like look i'm not gonna like jump out you know and and be a full proponent of piracy yeah which i don't technically feel that that is but regardless my my for me it just kind of came down to is what i realized is that i started doing it with nfl Mm -hmm. because i hate the nfl and i don't want to give them any money right right fuck them the reason you know the reason i'm okay with openly talking about it on the podcast is um i just told you i tried 
to pay MLB TV, they charge me $120 for a season. And then Yeah, it ain't cheap. To, no, it's not cheap at all. So like I paid them. I'm a paying customer at this point and I still don't get the games. So at that point I'm like, you know what? Yeah, fuck MLB TV. If if I'm going to, you know, if if I am willing to pay you for this but you won't let me watch it, I'm going to find other ways to watch it. <laughs> Yeah, and I and I think that's fair, and and you know technically, like watching a stream isn't really doing anything wrong, and you know it's it's it is what it is. But to me, it's just like, and also, it's not like we have time to sit there and watch every single mm-hmm. game. Yeah, right. So it's also not like I mean, yeah, it's whatever. Plus, sports shouldn't be happening anyways right now at this point. They're gonna <laughs> yeah, fucking that's, kill everybody. That's a whole another story. Yeah. Um. Anyways, uh, all right, Mitch. Well, do you want to do the lightning round? Yeah, let's get into it. I got a couple lightning round questions. Question number one, Eli. Um, what is your favorite guitar solo that you can think of, like in music history? You will probably not like my answer. I guarantee I won't. Continue. <laughs> Do you know what I'm going to say? Pink Floyd. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I mean, there's... If if I really thought about it, I'm sure I could think of some other super sick solos, but I don't know, man. Pink Floyd solos made me want to play guitar. Yeah, that's that's respectable. I, I understand that. And I think if you... I think if you listen to a Pink Floyd guitar solo and just the solo... I think you would dig it. Mm-hmm. You don't. You just don't dig the other eighteen minutes around <laughs> the solo. Yes, you're exactly right. <laughs> so I think that if you really sat down and listened to like just David Gilmore solo, like on you know some of his best solos, I don't think you would. I, th- I think you would really dig it because he does have a really interesting way of playing the guitar, and he can shred. He he gets there's some thirty second note licks. Yeah, I'll give that you that. He, he is a great guitarist. Yeah, I just I like I said I don't think you like the other twenty minutes before you get there. <laughs> yes, indeed. <laughs> so um, no, I I think I and I don't think I have one. I think the only one I could go to is a little cliche, but I do think it's kind of a marvel is David Gilmore's work and Comfortably Numb. Okay, because he does the minor the solo in a minor key, which is the really dark like solo and then he does one in the major key Mm -hmm. so he has two guitar solos on a song in a major and a minor key and they both fucking shred that is pretty fucking impressive yeah that's pretty cool you know what i mean that's a cool that's a cool thing yeah for sure um my my answers (laughs) you're not gonna like them um they're gonna be super basic uh my answers are well i think i have two i couldn't really narrow down um my first one is more than a feeling by boston every time that solo comes on i just feel so good man it's such it's so righteous (laughs) i i forget that guitarist fucking name but no boston is really interesting that guitar work is phenomenal it's so good some of the cleanest guitar work ever. Yeah. No, I no, I, I definitely no, I can respect that. Okay, well you're not gonna respect this next one. Um it is Hotel California. <laughs> uh hey Joe Walsh, buddy. Joe fucking, Walsh is a great guitarist. <clears throat> I don't know who his other I don't know the other guitarists in the Eagles, but I Glenn mean look, Frey, I have a love hate. He's also amazing. I, who is it? Glenn Frey. Glenn Frey. Yeah. Rest in peace. I have a, 
I have a love hate with the Eagles, to be honest with you. But also Joe Walsh, man. Like I, I, there's an era of the Eagles I'm really into. But I also like. Do you remember when the Eagles was on? country music television on cmt when that was a thing no not really <laughs> yeah those fuckers put out a country album Ugh. yeah so that's sort of my issue with the eagles but no <clears throat> i well, totally get it they definitely have roots as like a southern rock band for sure yeah but that's like <laughs> cool yeah <laughs> it's probably that. the i think southern rock is the least coolest form of rock <laughs> but still i would agree with you there slightly a level above country Okay, okay, I see you. <laughs> Unless you're a singer-songwriter. I think that's the only way country should ever exist, is singer-songwriter. Yeah, okay, I like that. Yeah, yeah I, I, I see you. <laughs> no, I, I respect your solos. Though you, had brought up, you had brought up two very influential classic rock guitar solos. Yeah, you know, I think it was the same reason, like, when I, like, More Than a Feeling by Boston, that was on Guitar Hero, and I remember playing Guitar Hero when I was a kid, and I was like, holy shit, this is so good, this makes me want to, like, learn to play guitar. So that was kind of one of the influential solos that really, like, drove it home for me and set me down this path. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <clears throat> and that's kind of how Pink Floyd is for me, so... You know, I get it. No judgment. We we were boys supporting boys. boys we respect boys. each other. Exactly. <laughs> Dope. Um, okay, question number two. Um, if you could visit a fictional restaurant or bar, what would it be? Like from a book, movie, TV show? Mitch, how do you come up with this shit? What the fuck? That's such a good question. <laughs> cool. <laughs> I'm like so on the spot. I have no fucking idea. <laughs> oh my god, I like that question. What what's your answer? My answer is uh, so actually, it's kind of the reason you asked how I came up with this question. Um, I was scrambling, trying to come up with lightning round questions today. And uh, I was like, I grabbed my mic from my closet and I looked in my closet and I saw my Patty's Pub t-shirt and I was like, oh, uh. there you go. All right. So my answer is Patty's Pub. Obviously, I would love to go to Patty's Pub. Um, just Damn, that's a good answer. <laughs> Damn. Uh, that's a really good answer. There's I'll buy some time. Can I tell you my favorite part of It's Always Sunny? Yes, please do. It, it is the song that Charlie writes for Patty's Pub. Me too. Oh, yes, it's so good. Wait, the the one that sounds like Randy Newman? <laughs> yeah, like the actual... Yeah. I, one, I love that episode because it's such a fourth wall breaking episode that mm -hmm. they do. And and that's why I like It's Always Sunny is uh, they, they just did it so well. Um, but no, I love the song that he wrote because it's like honestly a good song. And uh, and then um, I just also love later in the episode where he <laughs> breaks out of the basement up yeah, and paint. And he's like, the <laughs> there's a spider in my soul. So so I it is flawless. Yeah. And then he's like, they, he just say, keeps saying, go fuck yourselves. And then they're yeah. spitting on everybody. <laughs> Have you ever seen, have you seen the outtakes of that scene? No, I don't think I have. Oh, they're so good. They're like, it. it's really good. Um, that bought me enough time to think, oh man, my, <laughs> cool. I'm, I'm a little bit embarrassed by mine. I want to go to Diagon Alley and Harry Potter. <laughs> that's no, that's a really good answer. Uh, get a good old, good old butterbeer. 
Yeah, like you could you could just go and go to the shops and I want to like look for wands and buy an <laughs> owl and like like that wonderment. Any any like nerdy kids can attest to seeing the Sorcerer's Stone for the first time. Yeah, yeah. And, and being a fan of the books as a kid, sure. when you and I do think that that set design for Diagon Alley is flawless. Yeah, like, yeah. It it really they did such a good job bringing that to life. And, um, yeah, I don't, I would just, I would love to fucking go to Diagon Alley, yeah, yeah. drink a bunch of butter beer and, and like, that would be amazing. It, that would, that would be so cool. And yeah, I remember the first time seeing that, the uh, Harry Potter movie is that, that the imagery definitely blew me away. Um, Nick Castellanos just hit a grand slam and the Reds are up eight to zero. Holy <laughs> shit. Where they been? <laughs> well, they didn't have Moustakas or Sinzel the last like three or four games. So that, I guess that was it. That's the missing link. <laughs> I guess, man. Oh, uh, what is, uh, Akiyama got down. Oh, Akiyama's batting a six sixty seven. Damn, dude. Dude, that, I picked, that dude is a beast. I think I picked him up as a sleeper. Yeah. Because <laughs> I I picked him up in the fantasy league and I was like, oh, this guy's gonna kill. He got me a stolen base. I was like, I didn't know this dude was gonna steal bases. I, apparently, man, he does it all. <laughs> dude, I'm I am on that Shogo train. Yeah, hard. dude. Me too. He, he oh, is so. about to be my my favorite Reds player because you know because so apparently he is the first Japanese American uh, baseball player in in Reds franchise history. Yeah, yeah, in Reds history. Yeah. So uh, we need to honor that. Yes, definitely. This dude is also showing up. Apparently, he doesn't bat against lefties, though. Mm, okay. They typically take him out of the lineup against lefties, which kind of is a bummer. But I don't know. I'm a really big Shogo Akiyama fan. Like I'm, he's about to be my dude. Yeah, yeah, he's he's amazing, man. All right, sorry, I didn't mean to derail you again. I should really turn this off, but you know, <laughs> no, you're, it's more dude, entertaining than our podcast. <laughs> no, no rules, man. No rules on this one. This is a weird one. <laughs> it sure is. That's to say the least. Uh, okay, cool. Well, do you want to get into the topic then? Because I don't have any more lightning round questions. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, we did. What you drinking? We did our lightning round. Um, yeah, let's. Let's get into this thing. Mitch, do you want to pitch it? This was kind of your idea. Okay, so actually, um, it was kind of Tanner's idea. Um, shout out to Tanner. Um, mm. So this is based off of the, uh, uh, a while back, we had the episode where we, uh, you all right there? <coughs> yeah, I'm coughing. Just okay. continue. I'll just power through it. Um, so we, we did the uh, Weezer versus Foo Fighter where we uh, we played like four seconds of like, Eli played me four seconds of like a Weezer song and I had to try to guess what it is. I did terribly. Um, I didn't do very good. Um, yeah. And then Tanner kind of had the idea. He was like, well, what if you like do something like that, but instead of like actually playing the song, just read some of the lyrics to each other and try to guess, which I thought would be kind of cool. I don't actually feel that good about it either i don't think i'm gonna do well um but uh you know it will, so we're gonna this is round two of our weezer versus foo fighter to see who the biggest fan is me or eli um so well i do i do want to preface the whole thing as so i'm gonna give you a little bit of the method because bitch sent me a lot of texts i was freaking out earlier man because like i put a lot of pressure on myself for these because i don't want to like lose so bad that it's embarrassing because this is this is this is this is questioning my fanhood as a weezer fan and it's it's do or die man 
Right. Well, I mean, you are right, and I I do kind of feel the same way. But like, so, um, one, I have no idea how I'm gonna do because I think I know every Foo Fighter lyric, but I this could very much prove that I'm wrong. Yeah. Also, in my selection process, like Mitch was kind of asking me, like, well, what are you picking? <laughs> how many lines are you picking? Like, what should I? And I was like, Mitch, I got on A to Z lyrics. Mm-hmm. Looked up their entire catalog. Uh, and I just scrolled through, and I would pick a song, and I would go to a random part and read something kind of goofy or something I thought was kind of kind of odd, yeah. and uh, and I and I would just pick that out. So I think I think what I told Mitch is I tried to pick it to where it, you did have some context. Okay. So I wouldn't yeah. pick one line out of the song. Right. I would I would pick kind of a couplet or somewhat of a stanza where there was somewhat of a rhyme scheme. So I did try to make it to where like you had. A, a chance of hearing the context of this uh, well and also Weezer writes their lyrics in a very like tweet kind of way yeah okay we, we can devote a whole episode to that because I have studied Rivers Cuomo's uh, songwriting techniques right like that's the whole thing like it kind of just like you could basically go in there pick a couple lines and it's kind of just perfect because he wraps up every thought ever yeah so (laughs) it's really easy to pick out lyrics so i'm really am interested to see what lyrics you would pick so this i'm excited because i think this will be fun because i have shit off everything yeah so (laughs) okay how how many did you pick by the way um so i didn't know how much we we would how long we would go i have eight to be safe so that's perfect because i have seven so if we we make it all the way to eight i'll just pick a random one okay yeah that sounds good okay all right mitch so uh now that now that we kind of know the rules the stipulations um I think what we'll do is I kind of liked your scoring system before where it was like if you get it without anything, two points. If you need a hit, if you need a hint, one point. And then maybe we can do half a point if you can at least guess the song or at least the album. Like if you can't put everything together, maybe we'll give each other half a point. Okay. Yeah, that sounds good. All right, Mitch, who's going first? Who won last time? I won. Um, Yeah, you won. All right. So why don't. Why don't why don't you give me a lyric first? Okay, that sounds good. Um, here we go. Number one, say your prayers when you get scared. Pray you're gonna make it, and then and then when you're done, you keep fucking up. Oh fuck! This is gonna be hard. <laughs> right. <laughs> Okay, I do, I do, I do want to go ahead and establish. I think we should be able to read it multiple times. Oh yeah, for sure. Okay. Oh, okay, okay. Okay, so it, I'll read it again. Say your prayers when you get scared. Pray you're gonna make it, and then when you're done, you keep fucking up. <sighs> Fuck, bro. <laughs> I'm gonna <laughs> tell you right trouble. now. I'm gonna tell you right now. This is kind of the meanest I've ever been because you, you know, you don't listen to a whole lot of Weezer, so I feel like you were kind of just going in and randomly and picking out lyrics that you liked. That could right. be your downfall because it could be like a super popular chorus. I am a little familiar with Foo Fighters, so I've been listening to them a little bit today. And what I did was I kind of went through and I picked out some like 
random, you know, phrases that aren't necessarily, none of these are part of the chorus, um, because that's going to be easy. Um, And then some of them I went in and I was just like, I can't even understand what he just said. That's perfect. (laughs) Well, that's, so I, I am at a, I will admit I'm at a little bit of a disadvantage because there are songs where Dave Grohl screams. Exactly. And I picked a lot of those. Bastard. Yeah, there are definitely lyrics that I think I know what he's saying, but I've never really known. Mm-hmm. Man, Mitch, I okay. So here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna go for a half a point and try to guess the album. Okay, because that is all I have right now. Because I do not know this lyric. Okay, <laughs> my best guess is that it is off the first album, the self-titled first album. No. Damn. <laughs> it's on this. one by one. The song title is Halo. Dang! <laughs> that really sucks because I really like that song off that album. <laughs> yeah. I. Oh, dude, this is going to be fucking hard. Dude, right? I know. I'm so scared. Ooh. All right, Mitch, you ready for mine? I guess. Let's fucking do it. Ah. All right, you ready? Yeah. They know it all, and they're pinning you to boards. It's a game, and you play. (laughs) I want to give you no inflection at all to any kind of melody or anything. Shit. All right, so I'm going to do it one more time so it sinks in a little bit and let you think. They know it all, and they're pinning you to boards. It's a game, and you play. I'm clueless on this one. I'm going to have to take a Hail Mary and try to guess the album. <laughs> All right. Here we okay. go. Start, start strong. Okay. <laughs> right. Exactly. Um, okay. That is from the album. <laughs> I can't even think of it. All right. Uh, I'm going to guess that that is from something early. It's kind of deep. Not super stupid. Uh, I'm going to guess the Red album. No. Okay. <clears throat> All right. That sounds about right. That is from the song Space Rock from Maladroit. Ah, uh, you would start with Maladroit. How many times have I told you I fucking hate Maladroit? <laughs> I have no fucking clue, man. I'm in the dark here. Okay. No, I know. I know. <laughs> no, that I, sounds about right. It, well, uh, it, to, uh, in all fairness, I, I guess you're right. I don't remember. I know that I did pick one off a particular album i know you don't know yeah yeah so but it was kind of accidental but also i don't i don't know that album i don't know maladroit it is the weezer album i completely every other weezer album i'm like okay i kind of remember when this came out mm-hmm. okay i know some of these songs maladroit i don't know what the fuck that is yeah there's some good songs on it but for the most part it's not very good so right okay okay yeah. Um, all right, Mitch. Well, I guess it's my turn. I'm feeling right. pretty unconfident. Zero, so. zero. Okay. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> Number two. Um, okay. What if the day had stayed in bed? These baubles we've brought at fault after the bliss has long ended. This caution, this fault. Oh, fuck, dude. This is so hard. <laughs> I know. Fucking Tanner. <laughs> So, read it to me again. Yeah. Um, what if the day had stayed in bed? These baubles we've brought at fault 
after the bliss has long ended, this caution, this fault. That's that's a pretty deep Foo Fighter that's, lyric. I that's feel that's a good lyric. So my guess is gonna. So here's how I kind of want to do it. I only want you to give me two points. I I think we should do a point for both. So basically, I'm gonna guess the song if I'm right. Then I'll tell you the album. Okay. Yeah. But if I good. guess the song, I'm wrong, and I can guess the album, then I can still get a point. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Am I making this too confusing? No, I don't. I don't think so. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> so my guess is that this is Summer's End. No. Fuck. <laughs> that is. Do, do you want me to tell you? Oh wait, hold on, because I still want to guess the album. Oh okay, okay. I'm gonna guess. Well, okay. So that's what we established at the beginning is we would get half a point if we guess the album. We can do whatever you want. I don't really know. I'm gonna, is it off Echoes? Is it off Echoes, Silence, Patience, and Grace? No, it is not. Holy fuck. What is it? <laughs> that is Exhausted off of the first album, Foo Fighters. Oh! <laughs> he screams in that song, too. Yes, he does. Yeah. God damn it. <laughs> all right. Are they, they're not all screamers. No, not no, not all of them. I wasn't oh, okay. I wasn't that that big of a dick. <laughs> okay, no, that's that's fine. Cause, dang man. Okay, wow. Yeah, Dude. this is not easy. <laughs> this is actually this is way harder than the the song thing. Yeah. Right. Um, okay, you ready for your your next one? Yep. Let's do it. Okay. All right. Punk ass redcoats trying to run the show. Telling me what to do and where to go. Mount this? your horse. Oh, sorry. There's it's more. time to tell the world. Okay. Say, say it one more time. Okay. Yeah. Let, let me get the full thing in because <laughs> I picked this one for a reason. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> All right. Punk ass redcoats trying to run the show. Telling me what to do and where to go. Mount your horse because it's time to tell the world. I feel pretty confident about this one. This one could only make sense if it was the British are coming off yep. of everything will be all right in the end. Woo! Mitch yeah. got two points, baby. Boom. Well, <laughs> not a whole lot of songs say Redcoats in them. <laughs> well, not that's... a lot of songs about Paul Revere. <laughs> <laughs> not, 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 not a lot of songs about Paul Revere. <laughs> No, I, I picked this one because of that, because I was like, who, who <laughs> fucking is like, guys, you know Paul Revere? Right. I fucking wrote a song about him. Right. And then no one told him no. Like, no yeah, one exactly. was like, I don't know, man, that's not real rock and roll. That's kind of dumb. <laughs> that's pretty much school of rock, man. Like, uh, <laughs> or, I mean, schoolhouse rock. Yeah, he's got yeah, those like, He just Weezer is writing songs about fucking legislation. Right. How a bill becomes a law. Oh god. Oh, that's super funny. Yeah, it made me laugh. So, because like I said, I literally went through and I was like, "What is the British are coming? What is that song like?" And I was like, "Oh, it's about that." Uh, yep. All right, Weezer, you never cease to fucking amaze me. Right. Yep. There's uh, no secrecy there. <laughs> oh man, that's funny stuff. All right, well, Mitch uh, is on the board. All right, somebody's on the board. Okay, <laughs> right. Ooh, finally. Okay, number three. 
Down on the chain, your bad tuxedo. Brother, can you spare a dime? Count what's left when it's all gone wrong. How are you going to make it right? Uh, um, oh, I kind of think you softballed me. Because I believe this is make it right. <laughs> God damn it. As soon as I said that last part, how are you going to make it right? I'm like, fuck, that's the, that's the song. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the name of the song. Now, I, I, that would have been a toughie. I think I could have got there without the make it right. But, yeah. Because um, cause he has a really weird cadence in his melody in that one. But mm-hmm. All right. I got two. I mean, yep. I guess I kind of softballed you with the British are coming. I mean, like you <laughs> yeah, said. Yeah, I guess we're even there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Two to two. All right. All right, Mitch. You ready for your next one? Yep. All right. I, I also... <laughs> this one... You know... I, all right. Here we go. <clears throat> I'm going to read it. Okay. Excuse the bitchin'. I shouldn't complain. I should have no feeling... Because feeling is pain. <laughs> God, that is a bad lyric. That's a Ooh, bad. It's lyric. real bad. That's why I picked it. <laughs> oh, that makes me cringe. Um. <laughs> do you, do you want it? Do you want it again to let it sink in? You might as well. It's not gonna help. But yeah. Excuse the bitchin'. I shouldn't complain. I should have no feeling. Cause feeling is pain. <sighs> <laughs> I don't like that one. <laughs> no, I don't either. Yeah, I don't like that at all. Um, okay, I'm gonna have to guess the album because I couldn't really tell okay. you the song. Um, I think that is from Hurley. No. Oh shit. So this is from the Good Life off Pinkerton. Oh, is it? Okay, I should have known that, man. I like Pinkerton. I, I really just went in and I was like, like I said, I mean, it was pretty random how I picked the songs and I picked this one and uh, I started scrolling through the lyrics and I was like, whoo, that's well, <laughs> I was like, that's bad. That's that's not great. Yeah, that's that's real bad. <laughs> Which in all fairness, like I, I and I, I'm not using this as a reason to to shit on Weezer, <laughs> but this is illuminating to me about how like, well, they have like good lyrics that are kind of like that are interesting that make mm-hmm. me think. And honestly, yeah. the British are coming. I kind of want to listen to that song because it made me laugh. And I was like, well, this is kind of funny. Yeah, it's a fun one. I, I will give you that. Um, no, if if this is illuminated anything, it's that Foo Fighters and Weezer aren't really in the same league when it comes to like lyrics because Foo right. Fighters are for the most part like pretty serious, um, and yeah. Weezer is very much kind of like a tongue-in-cheek, uh, jokey band. Um, yeah, they write some like riffs that kick ass. Um, they're good musicians, but they don't really put too much effort into the lyrics. I feel like, and that's kind of like you know earlier you you talked about like a Rivers Cuomo songwriting technique which I guess I'm getting into uh, uh, sure. d- despite all the listeners um, what Rivers Cuomo does is he keeps a like uh, Excel spreadsheet on his computer of a bunch of like phrases he'll he'll think of a phrase that would be, and he'll be like oh that's kind of a cool thing for a song so he'll catalog that phrase and he'll organize it by the number of uh the number of syllables uh the rhyming scheme like what it ends with and then like three or four other things so when he sits down to write a song he's got this expel spreadsheet of thousands of like 
lines that he can be like, okay, I need a line that has six syllables and rhymes with heart. Okay, so he opens up his spreadsheet, <laughs> sorts it. It's like, okay, there it is. Um, it's very like scientific to the point that it's like really weird, man. So that's why like a lot of Weezer's songs will have you know phrases, and when the very next phrase has nothing to do with it because it wasn't a cohesive song. But right. I think that's a brilliant idea. <laughs> well, it's not like it, it's like efficient, but then again, I'm just like heart was the funniest word to pick because I'm just like, why do you need a spreadsheet, man? Bar, bar, mark, sharp, like cart. Right. Um, I was just yeah. Paul Blart, like, why, why do you need a spreadsheet for that? Like, fucking figure it out, buddy. Oh, but haven't man. you ever been, like, thought of, a, like, a little phrase or something to be like, oh, that's kind of cool for a song, and then you either just, like, never wrote it down or anything. His, he's basically like, I'm writing everything down every minute of every day, um, and then when I actually do write a song, I'll have it ready, and then I can just pull from the stuff I've been thinking about all day. <laughs> I mean, I get it. Like I said, I don't. I don't think it's the dumbest idea in the world. But also, what's funny is uh, is that the way that Rivers uh, Cuomo writes lyrics is the way that John Mayer writes songs. <laughs> yeah, which is the same way where basically John Mayer. He doesn't have a spreadsheet, but it's the same idea where he just has like every chord progression ever, and it's like, yeah. oh, cool, that was a hit. Oh, yeah, well, then much. I'll just fucking um, John Mayer this shit, <laughs> and then uh, boo boo boo, your body is yeah. a one. Woo! Like, <laughs> exactly. And, um, and honestly, I kind of adopted the same thing in my songwriting. He used to can see here is my little book that I have like a bunch of lyrics in, and I have organized it. You can see um, by the number of syllables in a phrase. Oh. Wow, <laughs> I don't alphabet. I don't alphabetically, but um, I do organize it by you know number of syllables. So I kind of pull from that sometimes because sometimes when I'm in a rut, I'm like, all right, what well, we got in the old uh, black book? <laughs> oh, man, I don't know, man. I think there is a book that you need to read that totally shaped the way that I write anything creative. Like, you know, any creative writing I do has totally, it totally shaped it entirely. Yeah, tell me. I will definitely read it. it it's it's a book by a, by a woman named Natalie Goldman. It's oh, called it's by writing. a woman? Never mind. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> so, you know what's really funny about that is you what? made a woman joke. I thought you were making a Jew joke, and I was like, oh. Oh, God. <laughs> I was like, damn. <laughs> it's a Jewish woman? Double no for me, dog. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> Ooh, here, here no, I have to. I'm going to edit that out. Get it down a bit. So what's it called, though? <laughs> it's it's a book by Natalie Goldman. I believe is her name. It's been years since I've read it. Uh, called Writing Down the Bones. Okay. And basically, uh, she teaches you how to write from what I can only remember being referred to as like your mind's eye. Mm -hmm. So the whole thing is that basically the, the most profound thing that I ever read in that book was she had two short story prompts. Well, sorry, it was the same prompt. She had the same prompt for a little short story and she wrote one where she thought about every single word as she wrote it. So she was intentional the whole way through like literally picking out exactly what I wanted this to be about. Mm -hmm. The second one was her completely just free flowing, 
she didn't she just wrote there was no thinking there it, it was like literally just writing and mm-hmm. writing and the next thing that popped in go boom 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 and the one that she did that free flow form of writing was literally 10 times better the one yeah. that she was super analytical about and thought about every single word and and every single little cadence to her meter and her sentence it was terrible it was so bad yeah and it was like weirdly offensive too and she talked about that how like i don't know why i put this thing in here like but i thought i was trying to be edgy and it but that book blew my mind i read it in high school and it just kind of taught me that like i think that like when you're trying to write things like lyrics or you know any form of poetry i i do think there has to be a level of like you gotta let it just flow and Mm -hmm. then go back and refine it because that's what she said like this second one has a bunch of mistakes i got run-on sentences it's it's not refined but Mm -hmm. i'm gonna i can go back and edit this and as a piece it's going to be more coherent yeah because there was a creative flow i was following i just have to refine it technically whose turn is it okay i cannot remember fuck I <laughs> uh, no i think i just yeah i think i just fucked up because it was uh i you you did the maladroit one and i got it wrong no you did the pinkerton yeah, one you did the pinkerton one and i got it wrong yeah so it is my turn yes all right okay okay ready um okay <clears throat> number four you and I were two old and tortured souls, repaired by a love of broken things. In a life, just some bodies growing old, no fear of the end of anything. So this is, unbeknownst to you, one of my favorite Foo Fighters songs. Uh, okay. that, is, that is Statues off Echo Silence, Patience and Grace. Yep, you nailed it. You nailed it. Whoa! Also, good job. <laughs> damn good lyrics. It's that's a really good lyric. Yeah. Damn good lyrics. All right. Oh, okay. One of the one of the uh Dave Grohl actually what's interesting in that album, Dave Grohl taught himself how to play piano and then wrote really? and then wrote two songs that ended up on that album. Dude, that's awesome. Yeah, cuz I was listening to that earlier and I one of the reasons I kind of picked it is because I was like I I've not heard, you know, piano-based Foo Fighter songs before, so um, I really like this. Yeah. Yeah, he wrote uh Statues and Home on that album, which are two of the best songs on the album, so really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um All right, here we go, Mitch, your turn. Okay, let's do it. And redeem myself. You take your car to work. Surf Wax America. (laughs) (laughs) I'm telling you, man, if it's on the blue album, I know it. (laughs) Uh, Surf Wax America. (laughs) I love surfing. Well, oh, that felt good. Oh, that felt good. I needed that so bad. <laughs> All right. I'll, I'll read the whole thing for, for everyone, if I guess. If you need to. Okay. Um, the, the lyric is, you take your car to work, I'll take my board, and when you're out of fuel, I'm still afloat. And actually, I didn't hate this lyric. I, I thought it was kind of like, I, at first I thought it was really dumb, but then I was kind of like, well, I, I actually think this is mildly deep. He, yeah. He's trying to he's trying to do something here, and I was like, okay, this isn't this isn't a terrible lyric, and uh, 
Yeah, They're, it's a really good song. But aren't these guys from like fucking where Connecticut? Like. <laughs> <laughs> Most likely, I think so. Um, but then they moved to California pretty early on in their career because they have a lot of songs about like California. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> they're the they're the Red Hot Chili Peppers of indie rock. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! <laughs> oh, shit. oh man, that's funny. Um, yeah. So, all right. Well, good freaking job, Mitch. Yeah. Um, you are. We are actually tied four four right now. Yeah, we are. So. All right, okay. Mitch. What's my next one? Okay, your next one is. And tonight I thank the stars as I count my lucky scars for everything you've given me and all the words I gave to you. I'll say it again. Okay. And tonight I thank the stars as I count my lucky scars for everything you've given me and all the words I've gave, I gave to you. Yep, yep, that is, but honestly, off Echo Silence Patience of Grace. Yep, absolutely. Good job, man. Yeah, I, I went with the song that was right after um, Statues on Echo Silence Patience Grace. I was like, oh, this will throw him off. He won't be expecting, you know, two songs in a row. I didn't, <laughs> but, but you were. <laughs> so you inadvertently picked what I think is one of the best ending to endings to an album ever. And it is Echo Silence Patient and Grace is pretty much my favorite Foo Fighter album. Yeah. Um, because the last three songs on that album are Statues, But Honestly, and Home. Mm-hmm. And Statues is a great song. Um, one of the piano songs he wrote, But Honestly, is this really cool kind of upbeat acoustic song that actually explodes into this big giant rock anthem. Yeah, it was awesome. And then they do Home which is probably one of the saddest songs ever written, but is an amazing song. So I love the, the B side to echo silence. Patience grace is one of the best, such a solid ending. And I think it's like, God damn, that is my favorite. It's such a good Foo Fighters album. That's the one. If you really don't know, if you like Foo Fighters, listen to echoes. Cause that's the, yeah. that's, that's the one to me. It's definitely one of my favorites for sure. Yeah. It, 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 it really is such a good album. Um. Okay. All right, Mitch. You ready for your next one? Yep. All right. Back in thirty minutes, high as I can get. Give me everything. You got. Oh, sorry. I already fucked this up. My bad. Already start. Okay. <laughs> I, I missed the whole cadence here. Back in thirty minutes, high as I can get. Give me everything you got. I can move a mountain. Solve a thorny problem. Lava's gonna flow so hot. Okay. What? I'm gonna take a guess. <laughs> what the I'm fuck not, was that? Uh, I'm not positive, but based on the context, I'm gonna take a guess that it is. Um, I, I'm gonna take a guess that it's Do You Wanna Get High? I think off of the White album. <laughs> Wrong off, wrong on both fronts. Oh, uh, okay, okay. So that is off California Snow from the Black Album. Oh, uh, okay, gotcha. Yeah, I w- wouldn't have known that. Yeah, that was one. <laughs> I, that I, I did to myself think I got to pick one off the Black Album because I know he's not going to know it. That's fair. That's fair. Or you, you would know you it, and I'd be it. like, oh, dope, <laughs> okay. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, yeah. Chances are no, but no, that's that was a good one. Yeah, I don't full. I don't like the lyric though. <laughs> no, I what back in thirty minutes, high as I can get. Give me everything you got. I can move a mountain, solve a thorny problem. Lava's gonna flow hot. What? None of that is is coinciding with anything you've said. I completely agree. Yeah, it's why he got his lyrics from an Excel spreadsheet. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. Uh, next one. You can see this on my face. It's all for you. The more and more I take, I break right through. Break out off God damn the it. color and the shape. Uh, there's nothing left to lose. Uh. <laughs> Wait. No. Yeah, break <laughs> out. is it? Bre- break out. Yeah. Uh, okay. Hold on. Let me slow down a minute. Okay. Read it to me again. <laughs> okay. Uh, you can see this on my face. It's all for you. you. Yeah. The more and more I take, I break right through. Right. Therapy still scares me, puts me on my back again. Yeah, that is breakout. And that is off. There is nothing left to lose. What'd you pull oh. it off of? <laughs> Hold on. I got to... <laughs> I'm I'm double I'm checking my math. <laughs> oh yeah, I was wrong. Um okay, right, hold on. <laughs> okay. No worries. What did you think it was off of? I thought it was the color and the shape. That's just the one right before it. Yeah. Yeah, because I, I said that initially, and I was like, wait, 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 no, because it's stacked actors, there's uh, yep. stacked yep, actors, right. <laughs> breakout, learn to fly, gimme stitches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, you're right, it is, yeah, it's breakout, off there is nothing left to lose. The, the why I was so confused is because for some reason I fucked up when writing this down, um, and, I wrote, <laughs> and I wrote that it was breakdown. On color and shape, which is <laughs> wrong on both accounts. So we're gonna go with your right. <laughs> okay. 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 All right, Mitch. Well, right now I have a pulled ahead a little bit. We are eight yeah. to four. Yeah, not looking good. All right. So here's your next one. I have faith in you. <laughs> right. I have faith in you. All right. Here we go. Slender and tall. They whisk my worries away. Sweet piano melodies play feet-crushing Savon grapes. <laughs> That's so douchey. <laughs> I um, don't know what the <laughs> fuck this is about. Uh, okay. Um, I think I'm going to take a guess based on the context. Um, is this Heart Songs on the Red Album? It. It's not, but I almost want to, like, back up a second and give you a minute to think about it. I feel like you guessed that really quick. Because I, I, I really had no idea, and that was my best guess. So say it again. Okay. All right. Hold on. Let's, let's give you another shot here. <laughs> Slender and tall, they whisk my worries away. Sweet piano melodies play feet-crushing Savon grapes. I know that you know the title of the song because it's such an odd title. I'm giving you this for free. Okay. Um, they have some really weird lyrics. Um, I pick I pick the lyrics from ah, this. Ah, wait! I think I know. I think I figured it out. Here we go. 
Is it burnt jam? <laughs> no. No? All right. No, well, then I don't fucking know. <laughs> this is Summer Elaine and Drunk Dory off the oh, White Album. Oh, yeah. Okay. No, I, I know that song. It's a pretty good song, actually. <laughs> well, that's why I was like, I, I literally picked this for the name of the fucking song, because I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> actually, the... Um, uh, the, the the podcast I listened to, um, Song Exploder, um, where I learned about how Rivers Cuomo writes his songs, um, he actually was breaking down the song Summer Lane and Drunk Dory, so um, I should know that. <laughs> All right. Well, Mitch, what do I got next? Okay. You have... So, man, this is going to be an easy one. All right. Uh, There's mystery in this wood and ghosts within these roots that are tangled deep beneath this southern ground. Uh, Oh, not as easy as I thought. No. I mean, it's not a hit, is it? Well, that's a you don't have to tell me. I just did. So. (laughs) Oh, I didn't. I didn't hear what you said. Okay. So, no, you have not told me. All right, read it to me again. Okay. There's mystery in this wood and ghosts within these roots that are tangled deep beneath the southern ground. I'm having a hard time with this one, buddy. Because I want to go back and say Summer's End, but I'm a little bit worried that... I mean, I guessed that already. And I'm fighting... Should I guess it or not? Because I don't really remember a lot of southern motifs coming up in Foo Fighter <laughs> lyrics. So I'm, yeah, it doesn't happen a lot. I'm actually really confused. Um, I think that's what I'm gonna guess is just because I don't, I don't, I'm not having anything else click. So I'm just gonna say summer, summer's end from Echoes. No. Yeah. It is Congregation by On Sonic Highways. Oh. Shit, say it again. There's mystery in this wood and ghosts within these roots oh. that are tangled deep beneath the southern ground. Damn it. And I love that <laughs> song, too. I thought you would. That's why I said it would be pretty easy, because I we might have talked about that before, but yeah. Yeah, I, I do really love that song off that album. Dang it. Okay. That, that was a little bit of a hard one, because I was like, hmm. <laughs> That's pretty deep in there. All right. So, Mitch, right now, it is still um, eight to four. However, we yeah. do have two left. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> um, we do have two left. So, you have a shot here. All right. Okay. All right. So, here we go. Mom made my sex. She knitted it with her hands. Sex making is a family tradition. <laughs> God damn. Sorry. That was bad. Sorry. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to try not to laugh through it. Mom made my <laughs> sex. She knitted it with her hands. Sex making is a family tradition. That's so bad. <laughs> oh, this makes me cringe. Um, okay. I'm only... I, I have... Two, uh, so there's... There's two Weezer songs that are similar in title and content. One is called Where's My Sex. The other one is called Tired of Sex. I'm going to guess that this is Where's My Sex. <laughs> okay. Do you know what <coughs> Do you know what album it's off of? Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Well, if it's Where's My Sex, which I'm probably wrong about. Let me guess a different album. 
<laughs> so I can at least get half a point. Um, I'm gonna guess. No, I'm gonna. I'm gonna say it's. Uh, I'm gonna say it's off of the Green album. Well, wait. Hold, no, hold on. I'm giving you two points because you were totally right. It's where's my sex? It's off early. It is off early. That's right. Okay. I'm giving you two points because I wasn't... forgot what album it was on, so you don't have to give me two points. No, I'll, <laughs> I'll give you two because the whole thing was that is if you knew the song, then you're you're good to go. That's your two okay. points. Cool. Um, no. So what's funny about this one is I picked it because I'm like, what the fuck? And then I. I did start reading the lyrics, and I was like, oh, I think this is, like, about gender roles. Ah, okay. But it didn't read that way at first, and I was like, yo, Weezer is fucking weird. (laughs) I'm like, Mitch, you gotta start rethinking your life. (laughs) But then I was like, whoa, okay, hold on, wait. I was like, you know what? I, I, I do believe that this is about gender roles. It's just an odd way of putting it. I would hope so. I hope that it's not actually about sex. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't. I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. It just can't be because it's like here's a song about incest. I don't know. Goddamn rivers, you make it so hard to be a fan sometimes. Hey, he makes <laughs> it really complicated for mm-hmm. for no one's benefit. <laughs> yeah. All right, Mitch, hit me with my last one. If I don't get this, if I do not get this point, if I if I if I don't get this song, and you get the last one, and I've already I have a chance, to I tie already it pulled up. it up. You already had a chance to tie it, and then we got to go into like some weird bonus round that we haven't established. Yeah, exactly. All right, I'm psyched. Um, okay, steal me now and forever. I'll steal something good for you. The criminal in me is no one new. Oh, I so know this. Oh, no. Ah. I'll say it again. Steal me now and forever. I'll steal something good for you. The criminal in me is no one new. Oh, my God. I'm sweating. Oh, dude, I'm really trying to think on this one because I know this lyric. Fuck. The criminal me is no one new. One more time. Steal me now and forever. I'll steal something good for you. The criminal in me is no one new. Bruh, I am kicking myself. I can't narrow it down. I think I'm going to be a douche and go for the half a point. That's fine. Because I think this is off the color and the shape. No. Fuck! (laughs) What is it? This is Generator... Off nothing left to lose. God damn it! Ooh, I got a chance to tie it up. Oh, I'm so scared. Oh, and I fucking love Generator. Uh. But you know what's funny? I can't even hear it. I'm gonna have to listen to that song. I love Generator. That's one of my favorite. It's a, it's songs. a really good one. Yeah. Fucking a. 
All right, Mitch, well, you have a chance, and I literally just pulled up a random-ass song, so here we go. Uh, okay, here we go. Uh, and I'm, you know what? And I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you this whole thing because I think this is pretty much the stanza. Okay. I never thought that anyone was more important than the plans I made, but now I feel the shame. There's no one else to blame. Oh boy! Uh, doesn't sound familiar at all. <laughs> These are just words. <laughs> exactly. Ooh, okay, give me one more time. All right. I never thought that anyone was more important than the plans I made, but now I feel the shame. There is no one else to blame. Can I get it one more time? <laughs> no, I get. Trust me, I get it because that's what I was doing on the last one. I never thought that anyone was more important than the plans I made. But now I feel the shame. There's no okay. one else to blame. If I don't, I can't even guess the album because that's not enough points. Um, okay. Yeah, to win, you would, well, to tie, you would have to guess the song. <laughs> to tie, I would have to, yeah. Okay. Um,. I'm going to guess Oh my god This is so much pressure I'm going to lose I'm going to lose um, Okay I can, I can see Mitch right now And just for everybody's edification Like I'm seeing Mitch think The hardest I've ever seen him think I'm freaking out man I'm freaking out Cause this is for all the marbles uh, I'm gonna guess Glorious Day No oh, Yeah I'm gonna guess Glorious Day on the Green Album No Okay This is Pardon Me off whatever fucking album That's all Make Believe Oh, okay, okay, yeah. I love Make Believe. I'm not super familiar with Pardon Me, but... Well, yeah. What kind of what happened was I knew I had to pick an eighth, so I actually I opened up the A to Z Weezer lyrics page and then just scrolled. Like, I, I just hit scroll once, yeah. and it landed me in Make Believe, and I was like, I know this, but, like, Beverly Hills, Perfect Situation, We yeah, Are All Yeah, you can't give me that. That's too easy. I can't do any of that, so I was like, Pardon Me. I kind of remember liking that song, but I don't remember, and I just clicked that one so yeah good good yeah that, that was a good one because yeah you're definitely right i would have known beverly hills i would have known perfect situation i've done that song live um so yeah you did good all right good <laughs> good game though i am i am good one round. to admit sportsmanship that was actually <laughs> that was for me i actually thought the lyric thing would be easier but Believe it or not, like um, this was way harder than the music I one. I feel for like me. I had a harder time with this one. Yeah. Well, like, because I kind of remember not. I, I don't. Did I miss any on the music one? I kind of remember think, dominating. I'm not doing that you, to brag. You I'm did just, dominate. No, you dominated. I think you missed like one or something. Okay. Whereas I missed like three. Okay. Yeah, and, I, and I'm not saying that to brag. I'm just saying like. Yeah. 
sometimes that's how my brain works like very easy for me to remember the sound of something and mm-hmm. i thought when you talked about doing the lyric one i was like oh well i'm kind of i kind of feel pretty confident and uh no i only won by i only won by one i only got <laughs> yeah. one more than you did yeah pretty much and i, I was kind of worried about that one too because like as i i will be the first to say i am a weezer fan and i can recognize the riffs pretty easily but most of the lyrics are kind of dumb so i usually don't pay too much attention to the lyrics well um and we established this last time though is that you do have more material to shift through so you actually (laughs) have like a few more albums of lyrics to know yeah than i do so it is a little bit hard and that's why in this particular instance i think that this was a a uh a well-met match between yeah 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 between i feel like the number of foo fighters albums Equals the number of Weezer albums that I actually like. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably fair. <laughs> yeah, I feel like Weezer has like four or five more albums, but they're all turds. <laughs> <laughs> they're all just they're sh- they're shite. <laughs> All right. Well, that was our fun little game. No, I was I was very jazzed for this. This is really fun. I we need to just keep continually finding ways to pit us <laughs> of our Foo Fighter and Weezer knowledge against each other because it always is fun when we I, do it. I am definitely down to do this again. Maybe maybe we'll do it again soon with the. Uh, oh, we'll figure it out. We'll figure something out. We'll do. We'll be back. Yeah, we'll 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 find a thing. Um, okay. Well, let's do a what you cranking and let's uh, get on out of here. Mitch, what you cranking? I, I don't really have a what you cranking because I've been cranking Weezer <laughs> to prepare for this. <laughs> I've been fucking studying. I've been studying, man. I have been. Well, no. And it didn't pay off. I think that's fair. Um, so why don't we do this? Why don't, and, and I don't know if you super crazy have to worry about the playlist on this one, but uh, just for fun, what is your favorite Weezer album? Because I don't know if we really have discussed that. Yeah, yeah. Um, hmm. My favorite Weezer album is probably the Blue Album, just because it's their first, and I feel like it has the most hits on it. That's why I, why I knew Surf Wax America so fast. Um, honorable mention to Make Believe, which is probably my second favorite Weezer album. Oh, uh, okay. Cause it's one that you know a lot of people don't like, but um, it was the first one that I really like. I was at the I was at a formidable age when it first came out. Agreed. And I first heard. Yeah, the reason I I mean I'm pretty sure I've talked about this nonstop, but the reason I got into guitar is because of Beverly Hills. Uh, you know, I heard that song and I watched the music video on MTV and I was like. I think what he's doing doesn't look that hard. I think I could do that. Um, and it's just power chords, man. Um, and I saw him doing that. And the solo was amazing. And this, like, nerdy dude was playing guitar at the Playboy... The, the, the Yeah, the video is shot at the Playboy Mansion. And I was this, like, 12-year-old that was like, well, I know I'm not a good-looking guy. I don't have an amazing personality. But I'm going to fucking learn guitar. <laughs> <All right. laughs> so that was the most, like, meaningful album to me because it kind of set my life on this trajectory trajectory to become obsessed with music so yeah to play at the even though playboy yeah, mansion <laughs> exactly that's my dream man <laughs> um, yeah no totally fair i mean i i do think it's come up on the podcast before because the first guitar solo i learned was the beverly hills guitar solo yeah it's a good solo <laughs> uh because i do believe i don't know i hope you know what a couple minutes won't kill us hold on one second
Okay, so perfect. This is awesome. So around that time, I agree. I was also at that age, you know, um, and Weezer came out with Make Believe and also Foo Fighters came out with In Your Honor. Oh. That album. So in that year, I had a, a Weezer album and a Foo Fighter album. And both of those albums, I think, totally have like influenced the way I kind of view like rock and roll and and modern songwriting and and stuff like that so yeah a lot of people Mm -hmm. don't they shit all make believe pretty hard Uh, but it has like we're all on drugs and like perfect situation like it's not that Mm -hmm. bad um i remember i remember i make believe is the one weezer album i bought cool so it's a good one so um i was just gonna say that foo fighters pretty similar I think their best album is probably Echo, Silence, Patience, and Grace, while my personal favorite, the one that I hold in the highest esteem, is uh, There's Nothing Left to Lose. Because mm-hmm. um, There's Nothing Left to Lose, Taylor Hawkins, he joined the band on that album. Uh, they made it in Dave Grohl's basement and then won a Grammy mm-hmm. Yeah, by making an album in a basement. And that has forever been my tentpole <laughs> for how to measure music if 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 the Foo Fighters could go out and make a goddamn album in their basement then I do feel like any and win a Grammy I think anything's possible yeah yeah absolutely man do you have a song you'd like me to add to the playlist um yeah why don't we go ahead and do um who okay who all right I'm not gonna overthink it I think the I think the Foo Fighters song off there's nothing left to lose I'll just do my personal favorite. I think it's Live in Skin. Okay. Because it is just such a cool, heavy, open, massive song. Like, I don't know. That's that's one that I really have a lot of respect for. And if you're a Foo Fighters... If you don't really know the Foo Fighters, or you're kind of like an on-the-fence fan, or, or what have you, go check out that song. It'll be on the playlist for you. That's one where it's like it's a deep cut. It's not even a hit. If you mm-hmm. like that, I really think you're going to be really interested in their whole catalog. Yeah, yeah. Well, cool, man. Well, this this experience has taught me that I fucking love Weezer, despite their shitty lyrics. <laughs> and preparing for like yours, I fucking love Foo Fighters too, man. <laughs> well, what I'm going to do is I'm going to get off the podcast. I'm going to put in some headphones, and I'm going to listen to the Red Album. Ooh, that's a good one. That's a good one. Because I will say the 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 one as a as an older adult that I really did really 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 like is the Red Album. So I agree. Mm-hmm. Look, I give Weezer a lot of shit, and I'm sorry because mm-hmm. everyone gives Weezer a lot of shit. Maybe <laughs> maybe we can <laughs> cut them some fucking slack because yeah, they're yeah. not. They are legitimately not the worst people ever. They're not yeah. Nickelback. Let you know. Let let's. Let, let's give the guys a break because yeah. I do remember when I was young and I just had this really fond memory of having like make believe in one hand in your honor in the other hand. Yeah. And, and just, you know, so I think we both love the Foo Fighters and Weezer, which is why we do these. It's super fun. Um, I'm sorry I shit on Weezer. I'm going <laughs> that's to all right, man. not no, continue I, to do so. That's totally cool, man. Like I, uh, I you know, if you're a Weezer fan, it's kind of like being a Reds fan, uh, actually <laughs> like you love them but sometimes you just don't wanna <laughs> well i think part of being a fan too is is being 
able to admit when they do something that isn't that great. Like, you yeah. know, the Weezer albums are all that good. And I can tell you right now, and I think we talked about this on one of the previous podcasts, Foo Fighters one by one. You did a, you did a lyric off that. There's some songs I like on there. The two good songs are all my life in times like these two of their biggest yeah, songs, everything yeah. else pretty fucking mediocre. So I'm yeah, there with exactly. you that not every Foo Fighter album is a banger. <laughs> yeah well you'll you'll have that it comes with the territory right yeah i think that's being a fan but all right guys well thank you for tuning in um next week's episode if everything goes accordingly i don't know when we're going to record because mitch is going to be on vacation um so we will see um but we it it will be interesting the next time we record that so i'm psyched yeah it will be it will be really fun so in the meantime Stay fresh, cheese bags, and we'll see you later. <laughs> Peace.